0: I'm Derek Walker, I'm the pastor of the Oxford Bible Church and I want to welcome you today as we get into the Word of God. Today I want to share something that's very simple but will help you to live your life to the fullest. It will help you to, to be wise in your living and, and there's a, a secret key, well it's not secret really, but it's a key that many of us ignore. God has designed us to live one day at a time. Now that might seem obvious. But how often do we actually do that? So often we're living in the past or we're living in the future. Guilt holds us to the past, things we've done, things we should have done, and we think about our failures, the chances we've missed, and it sucks the life out of us. And also we can worry and fear about tomorrow. What's going to happen tomorrow? Will I see it through tomorrow? Will I have enough tomorrow? And so the past and the future, yesterday and tomorrow, can take the enjoyment out of life today. And God wants us to live today to the fullest. Do you realize you can only live in today? There's a whole lot of time behind us and time ahead of us, but we can only live now. This seems an obvious statement, but you'll be amazed how many people let their lives go by and never live in the now. They're always living in the yesterday or tomorrow, never focusing their lives into today. And we need to learn to live one day at a time. And a great life is made up of a lot of great days. When God created the world, he structured it. He divided the waters from the land and the skies from the seas, and he also divided time into days. That's the first thing he did. He called the de- light day and the darkness night, and there was evening and there was morning, and a new day. And so between each day, there's a barrier called night. Darkness falls, the barrier comes down, it's the end of that day, and soon after there's a morning and a brand new day. And every new day, it's as if he's saying every new day is a stand, start of a brand new life. It closes off the last day and starts a new day. And God puts a watertight compartment around each day, and he's teaching us how to live our lives. You see, God made man on the sixth day. That means that God made everything else first, and then he put man into that environment. God, in other words, created everything for man. And so God designed the structure of the days for man. So God has made us to live one day at a time. And each day you start it with a clean sheet. He says, go, make something of this day. Live today to the fullest. Don't worry about the past, it's past, you can't change it. Don't worry about the future, the future will take care of itself when you get to it. Just live for today now. And that's my message to you. Don't worry about what's going to happen in the future. You can try and guess about it, you'll probably get it wrong. God isn't going to tell you because he might give you some idea, but he won't tell you exactly what's going to happen because he wants you walking day by day by faith. So you don't have to worry about the future because God just wants you to live today to the fullest. And when you do that, tomorrow will take care of itself. You know, it's, we learn this through God-given sleep. Isn't that wonderful? And all the tensions and the stresses that build up during the day, when you sleep and when you dream, what's happening is all of that stuff is being processed, and it's as if your brain is being cleansed. And when you wake up, you're relaxed. And you're starting again, you've got a new start. See, God, that's how God has made things. So we should leave the past behind. We should realize, I've given, I've got a day. God's given me today, this day. And through the grace of God, I can make this a special day. I can make it a significant day. Psalm 30, verse 5 says, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That's the great thing about God's design. We can have had a really tough day. But we sleep, we commit that all to God. We commit ourselves to the grace of God and joy comes again in the morning. We can start the new day to the glory of God and our life is made up of lots of days and we can make each day special and a great life will develop. That's my message. Thomas Carlyle said that our main business is not to see what lies dimly in the distance but to do what clearly lies at hand. So many people let their lives slip by because when they're a young child, they're thinking, oh, I want time to pass quickly because I want to be a few years older. And then when they're 12, oh, would it be great to be 15? And then when they're 15, oh, I can't wait till I'm grown up and I'm 18. And when they're 18, oh, I can't wait till I'm 23 and I've got a job. And then when they've got that job, they think, oh, I can't wait till I'm married. And then when they're married, well, I can't wait to retire. And then I can really enjoy my retirement. And then when they retire, they think, oh, I wish I could go back a few years. And all life passes them by because they're wishing for some golden thing in the future. I used to be like this with my golf. Instead of just enjoying the golf moment by moment, I couldn't get my mental attitude right. And it's impossible to play a perfect perfect round of golf anyway. You're bound to make mistakes. But somehow in my mind I thought, today I'm going to make this the best round of my life. I'm going to play to my fullest potential. And then, after a few shots... I hit a really bad shot, of course, and goes into the woods, and I would go in my mind, oh, well, that obviously isn't going to be the round today, and I just started uh, just thinking, oh, well, I'll just be a practice round today. Tomorrow, I'll hit the proper round, and so I didn't play that round properly then. And you see, I was putting everything off to tomorrow. Do you see what I mean? God wants us to focus all our energies, all our faith, all our love into now, into today. Don't worry about tomorrow or yesterday, live now, live today. You see, God wants us to live life to the fullest, and I believe as Christians, we should live some of the best, most vigorous lives, because we know how to. We're delivered from yesterday by the blood of Jesus, and we don't have to worry about tomorrow because of God's promises. Hallelujah. We should be able to live to the fullest today. And you know, in the, the old uh, ocean liners, they used to have uh, watertight compartments. That the captain could press the button and these iron doors would come down and it would help stop the ship from sinking. It would divide it into watertight compartments. And you know, we should live our lives in daytight compartments. We need to let the iron doors shut out the past, the failures, the sins of the past, leave it behind, and we can do that as Christians. Because of the blood of Jesus. The Bible says, you know, those sins and failures of the past don't have to come into today and sap our energy. No, because if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, 1 John 1.9. And so we apply the word of God and we apply the blood of Jesus to our conscience. God is satisfied with the blood of Jesus. God says, I see the blood and I forgive you. And we must agree with his verdict, and we must be satisfied and receive the assurance of our forgiveness. That's how we overcome Satan, according to Revelation twelve eleven. We overcome him, the accuser of the brethren, and his condemnation. How? By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Praise God! Through the blood of Jesus, our sins are blotted out. And as we confess that and testify to the blood of Jesus, so we overcome that condemnation and we close out the past and we can give all our energy to today. And so I'm not going to let the past cripple me now. I'm not going to spend my whole life looking back at what I should have done. Yes, I learned my lessons from the past. Yes, I'll receive healings from the wounds of the past that would, could hold me back. But I basically closed the door on the past because I want to focus on now. This has got to be the attitude of any athlete or sportsman or they will surely fail. When a tennis player has got to forget about the last point so he can focus totally on the next point. Otherwise, he's bound to lose so often we can think about the mistakes of the past when i was playing golf i would often spend a long time thinking oh why did i miss that putt why did i hit that wrong and all my energy was focused on my mistakes of the past and so i had very little energy left to focus on and to visualize the shot that i should play and as a result i hit another bad shot instead of focusing on the now we've got to learn the key of leaving the past behind and living for today, one day at a time. The Bible says that the Christian life is like running a race. Philippians 3, 13 to 15, Paul says, the One thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize and the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many are mature, have this attitude. What attitude? This one thing I do. He's focused, forgetting those things which are behind. This was Paul's attitude. You've got to have that attitude if you want to succeed. You can't look back into the past. What if the runner keeps looking back? He'll, he'll lose the race. What if so-and-so would have, would, wouldn't have done that to you? Well, if you let that grip you, you'll lose all your energy for today. You've got to forget it. That means forgetting the positive things as well as the negative things. You know, if a runner has just run a good lap, if he just thinks, oh well, I've run a good lap and just thinks about that, everyone's going to start overtaking him. No, you've got to focus all your energy into now and don't let your energy be dissipated into thoughts of the past or worries of the future. Paul says, I forget the thousands of people I led to the Lord because I am focused on the now. I'm reaching forward for the prize. And I forget the past. Paul did many bad things in the past, persecuting and killing Christians. And so he says, I forget that through the blood of Jesus, because Satan would come and accuse him and say, you don't deserve to be an apostle, look at all the things you did. So Paul had to learn to close the door on the past through the blood of Jesus. And if Paul did it, you can do it too. I don't care what you've done, you can forget it because you've been forgiven through the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, I'm not looking up to them, Uh, but instead I'm reaching forward, I'm pressing toward the goal. That's him living 100% in today. He's like an athlete, running to the goal, not looking around, not getting distracted, you see. Well... When I would uh, play golf as well with friends, I would be competitive. And so I'd also be thinking about how well they were doing. And, you know, if I was calculating, well, if they hit a bad shot here, then I could hit a good shot and overtake them. And again, all my energy was dissipated because I was comparing myself with them. And God is saying, you need to focus everything in the now. Don't look to the side. Don't look behind you, but live now. Praise God. Focus all your energy in now. Hebrews 12.1 says, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that easily ensnares us and run with endurance the race that is set before us. You see, we've got to lay aside the weights of worry or we won't reach the the, the end of the race. Imagine a runner carrying a knapsack on his back. He won't make it. Now you've got to cast off the weights of yesterday and tomorrow and run your race right now with all your energy now. You know, and the Christian life is like a long race, like a marathon. And you've got to run it, he says, with patience, the race that God has set before you. God has a plan for your life, and it's, got, it's a daily plan, and you run one lap at a time. And every lap is important. It's foundational for the next lap and the next lap. And you need to run one day at a time. And God knows the timing of your life. You've got to trust him. He knows how you should pace yourself. He knows what you should do in each day. And don't run ahead of yourself. God knows how fast you should run. It's like building a house. You've got to build it one brick at a time, one brick at a time. And what you do today is important. It might seem like an ordinary day, but this day is an important part of your whole life, and you live it well to the glory of God, and it's going to build for your future. What you do today, the habit you form, the wisdom you receive, the scripture you read, The program that you listen to, the prayer that you pray will be an important element to your life further on down the line that you need. You might be dreaming of where you would like to be one day, but if you don't live in God's will today, if you don't run this lap correctly today, then you won't be in position later on in the race to be where you want to be. This day is important. God has a plan for this day. God doesn't waste any days. So what you need to do, God has a plan for you to cross that finishing line of that race, but you've got to win. Do a lap at a time. So look to him for guidance today. Look to him for his wisdom today and live it to the full. And he'll take that day and make it count in the grand scheme of your life. You might think, well, how do I know how this day fits in? Hey, don't worry about that. Leave that to God. He will, you put it, give it in his hands, he'll make it work. When you build a house, you love to reach the roof being put on and it being decorated, but if you don't lay a brick at a time, You'll never see your dream come true. And every day is like a brick in the house of your life. And every brick is important. Every day is special in your life. God has a plan and purpose for it. You know, trust God with every day. Give it to him and he will take those days and shape them together into a wonderful life. Do you realize that the burdens of yesterday and the burdens of tomorrow added onto to the burdens of today are too much even for a strong person? God gives you the grace for today, and that's all. All you can possibly receive is the grace for today. You're not designed to carry the burdens of yesterday and tomorrow as well. And if you try and carry the guilt of yesterday's failures and the pressures of tomorrow, what's going to happen? You're going to have stress. That's why so many people go to hospital with sicknesses and nervous breakdowns. It's because of the stress, because they're carrying all these things. But through Christ, we can shut the doors to yesterday's and tomorrow's hassles and live in today and give everything to, to, to today. We can do that. What about yesterday? Forget it. What about tomorrow? Forget it. Just live today, one day at a time. Give today all you've got, and let God take care of tomorrow. I love Psalm 118, verse 24. It says, this is the day which the Lord has made. Which day? Today. Not tomorrow, not yesterday, but today. We should announce this at the start of every day. This is the day the Lord has made. God has given me today. He's made this day for me today. He's designed it for me as part of God's plan for my life. And we must declare it. Every day is a special day because God has given it to us. We shouldn't live on, say, on Monday, oh, I can't wait till Saturday comes. You've just wasted five days of your life. You see, every day, even Monday, is blessed of God. It's a gift from God. So this is the day the Lord has made, it says. Therefore, we will rejoice and be glad in it. God wants us to realize this is a special day made by God. He's got a plan for it, and he has the power and grace for us to fulfill that plan. So let's rejoice in it. Let's live it to the fullest. It's not just any other day. Don't assume what God wants to do in your life today. But come to him at the start of the day and receive his plan. Receive his wisdom. Receive his grace. Be expectant that something good is going to happen to you today. Yes, we will rejoice and be glad in it. We don't rejoice in yesterday or in tomorrow. We are to rejoice in this day. Praise God. Don't waste your life dreaming of some rosy future or be nostalgic looking into the past, but rejoice into today. We should wake up and say, This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you, Lord, for giving me a blessed day, for giving me divine appointments today. I'm going to be a blessing today. My faith is working today. Thank you for my healing today. Thank you for my strength. This is going to be a victorious day. Derek, do you do that every day? Well, I wish I did, because that's how we should start the day. I will rejoice in it. I will live it to the fullest. Praise God. God's grace is given to you only for today. That's why you can't handle tomorrow's problems today. There isn't the grace for it. You Neither can you deal with yesterday's problems today. The pressure will wear you out. As 1 Peter 5, 7 says, Cast all your cares on him, for he cares for you. Anxiety is fear about tomorrow. We should cast it on the Lord. We should say, Lord, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I do know that you're going to look after me. So tomorrow is in your hands, but I'm going to live today for you. And you'll sort out tomorrow. And when we get to tomorrow, we'll, we'll deal with it together. Praise God. In Exodus chapter 16, we learn a wonderful lesson. God gave manna to the Israelites. And manna is a picture of the grace of God. And the manna was sent at daily. And they had to gather it daily and eat it daily because it, it wouldn't keep till the next day. And God's grace is like that. God gives his grace daily. Every day, and you, ca- you have to receive today's grace today. You can't receive tomorrow's grace. You have to receive that tomorrow. You have to live a day at a time in God's grace because God is the I am. He's the now God. So to now you have to receive the grace for today. And then tomorrow, you leave tomorrow to tomorrow. The grace will be there for you tomorrow. And that's why Jesus said we should pray, Lord, give us today our daily bread. Notice... His bread from heaven comes every day and we have to receive it every day. God has stored up a blessing, a grace for you every day and we're to come to him every day, early in the day and receive the grace that we need, the strength, the wisdom we need for that day. Lord, what do you want me to do today? What, what is today all about? Let's have a great day today and God will give you that grace. Lamentations 3.22 says that his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. I want you to notice there's a fresh set of blessings every morning. You might say, can't I receive all my blessings now for the rest of the year? I'm sorry. You have to receive them a day at a time. So it's silly trying to guess about tomorrow. Just receive his blessing today, one day at a time. His blessings are new every morning. You see, he's got blessings for you every morning. Great is his faithfulness, that means he'll always provide it, he won't let you down, his blessings will be there for you, that daily bread will be there for you every morning. He is faithful, he's dependable, praise God. We need to come to him every day. You think, how can I live the Christian life, how can I make it to the end? Don't worry about that. Just live one day at a time. Just receive your blessings today. Just love him today. That's all he wants you to do. You can do that, can't you, for 24 hours? He just wants you to love and believe him today. Let him take care of all the issues of tomorrow. Yes, focus your life into today. Yes, you can plan for tomorrow, but don't worry about it. Because living the fullest today is your best preparation for tomorrow Hallelujah. If you walk by faith today, the daily bread will be there for you tomorrow. Praise God. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. He says, he was saying in Matthew 6, don't worry about all the things of this life and the worries of tomorrow but rather seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He says, just focus on today. Seek God today, and all these things will be added unto you. When tomorrow comes, the provisions will be there. And therefore, then he said, therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. That's Matthew six thirty-four. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. He says, each day has enough challenges and difficulties. So don't worry about tomorrow and add on tomorrow's problems and yesterday's problems. There's enough problems of today. Let tomorrow worry about its own problems. When you get to tomorrow, the grace of God will be there for you tomorrow. The best way you can prepare is to live a good day today. I love what a French philosopher said, My life has been full of all kinds of terrible events and tragedies, most of which have never happened. You see, we anticipate all the bad things that could happen and they're going to happen and we, we try and face those in advance. We don't have the grace to do it and then we find they never happened anyway and we think, why did I worry about that? No, how much better just to commit tomorrow into God's hands and live today with all our might. How can you make this a great year? Well, this year is made up of 365 days. Take them one at a time. They are the building blocks of the year and live each day to the fullest. Make each day great, and God will put it together into a great year. You see, we can only live it one day at a time. Let's thank God. Lord, thank you for giving us today. Thank you for the grace for today, that we can focus all our energy in today, and live today to the fullest, and rejoice in today. Thank you for giving us the blessings we need today. And Lord when we come to tomorrow the blessings will be there again. Lord I thank you that we can shut the door on the past. Maybe there's something nagging you from the past, a mistake you've made, a failure. Well, it doesn't matter now. You must leave it behind. You can't change it. You can't change the past. It's pointless spot crying over spilt milk. You've got to leave it behind. Why don't you do that now in the name of Jesus? Why don't you say this right now, Lord? I ask you to cleanse me from that sin, from that failure, through the blood of Jesus. Lord, I put it under your blood. Please forgive me and cleanse me from that thing. And right now, I thank you that you've heard that prayer. And now that I put a burial on the past, I close it off in the name of Jesus. And Lord, any worry about the future now, I cast it on you. I give it to you. I put my future in your hands. I trust you, Lord, with my future. I'm just going to now be free to focus on today. Lord, thank you for this revelation. Lord, let it be real to us to live each day at a time because our life, our past and our future is in your hands. Thank you, Lord, for the special blessings you've given to us to receive each day. Amen.